Hello. Hi, Meredith. Hey, I am immediately struck by your Skype image, which I couldn't really parse when it was small. But now that it's a big picture in the middle of my screen... It's it's the voice. It's Naruto. It's, it's my friend Naruto. And he's yeah. doing a kiss on his friend. I want to say um Sasuke? No. Yeah. Yes? It, no, no. No. It's um uh No, Sasuke Sasuke's right. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I, I, it's actually me. Um, it's I'm you. Kissing, I'm kissing Who is your Rock Lee? Naruto. You're kissing Naruto. Now, what are your yeah. intentions regarding my Naruto? Um, you know, I just, uh, I'm just, I just came here to have a good time. Like that's it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh. Have him back by ten. And um. Yes, Dad. Yeah. Um. Don't. No funny business with my naruto because that's my naruto um we have promised rings like it's cool yeah here are 16 rules for dating my teenage naruto (laughs) rule number one no jutsus abstinence abstinence no jutsus jutsus. um that's what naruto does uh what if naruto conchos me like am i is that like is that still chased now we are running up against the limitations of what i know about naruto which is primarily that his name is naruto and he does jitsus okay (laughs) well well, do you know do you know what the concho is um no this really sorry i'm a fake nerd it's not like i i don't think it's a nerd thing i think it's more like if you just like heard enough about Japan, like you absorb this piece of information, which is it's this really fun um, prank that young boys play on each other, where um, they take their. Um, it's going to be easy if if you if you do it, and like anyone listening also does this. But you take uh, like both your hands and make finger guns, and then you hold your hands together so the the fingers that you make a finger gun with are uh, are pressing together. Uh huh. And then um, you sneak up on your bro, and you ram your pointer fingers up his ass. Um, and Naruto does this. Naruto does this to all of his friends, and um, it, it's like it's his it's his trademark funny bit. Um, at least at the beginning of the show, I haven't seen much of the 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 post time skip Naruto. But um, so if if Naruto if Naruto does that, is it still chased? That's the question. That just sounds like that. I I a lot of things, a lot of um, things that I thought that I knew have been um, questions by this. Um, Oh yeah, Naruto's Naruto's like not not a well behaved boy. He's very he's very crude and and nasty. He's actually. crude and rude, and he's got a bad attitude. Yeah, he's not your um, grandma's ninja. Yeah, one of his one of his other um, funny bits is when he does uh, he does he has a special jutsu that that only he does, where he turns uh, into a sexy naked lady. And um, hits on adult men, and it's like it, it's um, a mood. Naruto, have you been just like a weird dude the whole time? You've just been doing 
some stuff the whole time. I didn't know. I thought he just did ninja stuff that wasn't that. Um, nah, he's like a he's a pervert. <sighs> well, I'm very disappointed in my son Naruto. Um, and I'm gonna have to have a talk with him about yeah. about his behavior because, frankly, this is unacceptable. And like, if he is going to be raising a son of his own. I feel like, you know, is he going to be passing this on? I don't, like, you need to be responsible. You need to set a good model for your children. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I I really, um, I really, really hope you talk to him about this because it's getting out of hand. Um, but if I can, if I can walk us back just a little bit, um, please, please. <laughs> you said you, you said you haven't seen much of Naruto. No, I have never seen a single episode. Is what I meant by that. Oh my god, you should. Um, okay, so I've never, I've never actually watched Naruto, um, like the series through because the episodes have a lot of. They're notorious for having a lot of like the re- same repeated content. But there's. Um, somebody on the internet made this this thing called naruto kai which is just like three hour videos of um just like all the non-repeated content of naruto episodes sequentially like synced up so you can kind of get the story without having to like only get 10 minutes of new things every episode and um my my uh pastime when i was um more depressed and didn't leave the house would be um to get absolutely zooted and just watch these uh 3 hour long <laughs> unedited videos of naruto and his friends and i've absorbed a lot of uh naruto's plot from this and uh it's it's something there's like there's a lot that happens in naruto but i think the most important part is that it's very like um it's very gay like like (laughs) there are so many fruity icons in naruto like we all know we all know gara um do you know gara no oh um i'm on my phone so i can't do this but you should look up a picture of gara who has completely shaved off his eyebrows and is wearing full eyeliner and uh, has a giant sexy gourd on his back at all times. And um, I I honestly think Gara is something of a style icon. Um, There's, there's also, uh, there's also Neji who looks like, um, who looks like a Rick Owens model, which is a, a mood. Um, um, I think Rock Lee is his own kind of is his is like also gay, but in like a much more like mask for mask way than a lot of other Naruto <laughs> characters. Because he just he's just like a really happy dude who wants uh, to fight all of his friends and like show his stuff. And you know, like that's that's real. I've been there. Now I am seeing, I am on the Naruto Wikia, <clears throat> and um, I am seeing uh, one technique that um, that 
um, someone used maybe, uh, I don't know if it was Naruto or someone else. And it is a technique where, um, similar to the one that you were describing, where you turn into a nude lady, mm-hmm. where whoever does it turns into two nude men who are doing sex with each other. And that is meant to distract uh, women, um, to distract um, Fujoshi is the term that they use on this wikia, which I've never heard of because I'm a normal person with um, regular uh, regular regular things that I do. Um, But that is apparently a thing. Um, So... Naruto is gay and fucked up, apparently. There's also, I am seeing pictures of another one where that character, or Naruto, turns into two ladies who are kissing, maybe. Um, I didn't realize how much of this was in this television program, and I feel like Dragon Ball was much chaster and was just about fighting with no kind of uh, connotations. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's fair, but I also think that like um takes Dragon Ball for like a given amount of of chase that I think has been lost through years of like existing online. Like to me, I think I I don't think I have ever been able to watch anything from Dragon Ball that I haven't seen and been like, "Oh, this is like sex." Like like everything happening here is sex. Um like yeah, I don't know. Like when the boys punch each other, it's like it's good. Like that's that's what it is. It's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, like you know, every time, uh, every time Vegeta looks at his wife with disdain, like it's hot. Um, there's the I I haven't seen any of the new Dragon Ball, but I do know that there is a sexy evil furry in it um named Beerus which is not a sexy name but he he's he's like a sphinx a purple sphinx cat he's the cat um, god he's the god of destruction yeah he's really hot um like i'm just going to i'm going to come out and say this like he, Beerus is is sexy um okay well i'm he, glad to have that on record yeah um you heard it here first folks yeah so Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball being chased, I think is, I think it's only chased if the viewer is chased. Um, so I, I understand how you, um, the, the, uh, world's biggest proponent of abstinence of, um, like sex negative education would, um, see it as chaste. But to me, to my corrupted eyes, I, Mm -hmm. I think Dragon Ball is also horny. Well, anything can be, you know? I mean, I'm just looking around the room and um uh a wall a wall can be <laughs> sex it can be a sex wall like in uh 40 shades of 50s that's how many shades were there 50 is shades there, of gray um is there a sex wall in 50 well, shades of gray presumably there were walls surrounding the room making up the room that they did the things in so 
um those would be sex walls um probably there's a wall with some chains on, like you know for the chains for the um when they do the sex stuff with chains with chains um, there would probably be those in that room so um that would be a wall of the sex wall um like i'm looking at a water bottle and that's important to stay hydrated um i have a, i have a cricket bat here what are your thoughts on cricket bats as like I don't think cricket has ever been. Now, is a cricket bat the same as the bat that they use in like, um, in like, okay. I don't know if this has ever actually happened or if it's just one of those things that you see in like movies about college, which like their version of college, I'm not sure whether that existed in like the sixties or seventies or whether it was just (laughs) like this totally separate universe where Rodney Dangerfield lives. But like, did frats actually like paddle people and are those the same as a cricket bat oh my god i hope so i think that like i think that so like if if i if i go against this being true so many like formative elements of my sexuality go out the window and i need to rethink myself so i'm gonna say that uh even if it was an alternate universe um i'm i believe it's true that people got paddled i don't think they got paddled with cricket bats though i always i always like the props that i always saw them using like uh animal house and stuff was was like a cheese board huh yeah i mean or that, like a cust a custom paddle meant that, for that's a paddling for, but but smacking that's a paddling uh, <laughs> yeah what is that paddle for what is a frat paddle okay what is a frat paddle for i'm gonna look this up frat because pad- like sure it can't just exist for that there must be so I'm looking at on the website GreekGear.com, which is not an anal sex um supplies site. Um I got really excited for a second. I was I was like, I think I've been there. That um, reference is gonna go over a lot of people's heads. And I will just say that the adult industry has like a lot of really goofy terms for evading like law enforcement that um are just really like embarrassing <laughs> um okay but um uh okay let's see the paddle has been forever immortalized for better or worse um they give them to people but like what it's... wait is it i think it's weirder to give someone a ceremonial ass paddle that they're not supposed to use because that's like what i'm getting from i think okay here is what i'm guessing i'm guessing that at some point they were actually used for like physical like punishment of rule breakers and then at some point that kind of fell by the wayside but that they're still a thing and like people maybe use them for that for hazing but like hmm. I think they're just an image now, which is so weird. Can you imagine can you imagine like um so imagine for a second that you've like gotten into Yale, because I think Yale is the, the sexiest Ivy. Um you got into Yale at uh, like out of nepotism. Um, you know, you're going to the same frat that that your dad went to. You walk in there, you're greeted by a bunch of um boys who smell bad never met a frat boy who smells good um they all smell bad and they 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 greet you they hug you and uh then one of them uh comes out and gives you a a present and you know it's really exciting you 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 unwrap it and you pull out this ass paddle like this this 
device that is um like they're like it, it's used for hitting people on the butt but you know uh that you thought that was over and uh they say that they're not going to use it like they have they have new methods of hazing but uh that's like a it's a symbol so you've just been given this this butt paddle that you're not allowed to use that sounds much worse than just being hit with it like I would feel much more uncomfortable if somebody handed me one as like a ceremonial object. The whole thing. I mean, I think like any kind of institution like this, and this is not exactly a new insight here, but like it's incredibly homoerotic, right? Like I'm looking at one now. Oh and yeah, I mean, it has like the term and year on it, and like the Greek letters, and then it says "Big Bro Michael, Little Bro Joseph," and it's just like, are you trying to court this kind of like really schlocky gay porn vibe, or do you just not realize that that's happening? Because I can't like conscience a world in which. I guess if you're that immersed in sort of a non-ironic experience of your life and your brain hasn't been totally destroyed by being on the internet, then you might just see that and be like, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, dog. Um, yeah. You're my, 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 my big bro. And you're, you're my, my little bro. To be fair, I have a platonic friend who I refer to as, as, as my, my big brother, but like, um, it's I, I think it's I think it's different when like that's written on a on a panel. <laughs> it's just a little much. I mean, are straight people okay? I think um I think the answer is no, but in this situation I kinda wanna I like I said, I wanna live in a world where if you do join a frat, you do get paddled so that like you know all the all the hard blush comics and like everything that that sort of formed me when I was a, a disgusting like teenage worm uh, online. Like all that still stays real, and I don't have to rethink my my existence. Oh um, yeah, no, that's much more comfortable. Let's yeah, let's just assume that 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 happened. Um, and Naruto is there, and he's turning uh, into, he's he's turning into he's two watching. guys, and they're making out and. Everyone's cheering, and that's how my fanfic ends. Um, that's how my Naruto Animal House fanfic ends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I. I. Um. You know. At, maybe after this podcast is done, we should we should talk in private about maybe doing a collaborative. We should uh, collab. Animal House Naruto <laughs> AU. I've never seen um, either one, but so I'm sure I'll 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 nail the voices of Naruto and um. All of the classic characters of Animal House, such as, I believe that was Jim Belushi. I think it's John Belushi. Oh, I always get them confused. One of them's dead. Yeah, that's John I Belushi. Think the dead one. <laughs> John Bel- oh well, we R.I.P. Um, uh, I don't know anything about Animal House. Um. And the, on- the only time I ever watched I ever watched Animal House was a, a very uncomfortable um, evening with my father, um, where we we um, he's like, "Here, you got to watch this movie. It's it's like very it's very funny. Um, you'll like it a lot." And 
um, every time I've ever watched a movie with my dad, he has um, he has laughed at absolutely everything that isn't funny, and it is the most unsettling like way to consume media. Like it's really it's really really strange when um, you know you're watching a movie and like two characters are making out and you just hear like the loudest most like disruptive laughter from from behind you and there's your dad on his on his couch um laughing at like the idea of 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 two characters almost kissing like it it doesn't make sense it's um it takes you out of the experience and uh, I think what I'm trying to say is that I, I should start a service where everyone gets to watch movies like this just as, like, revenge for my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> that seems good. Um, I just learned that Animal House was originally called Laser Orgy Girls. Um, and Laser Orgy <laughs> Girls? And um, it was about Charles Manson. Uh, so... That was. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Can you can you like can you give me a second to process that? <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, uh, I don't really know what is. Was Harold Ramis okay? I mean, he's gone now. Um, and I've been actually watching. I feel like I've seen a couple of Harold Ramis and John Landis movies lately, and I'm just like, why am I? No, don't like I watched Trading Places and that was uh Ooh. that was John Landis. Ooh, I'm, so- I'm sorry. That's yeah, so at first movie. it was like, oh, this is like I kind of like this. This is like first of all it's 80s Chicago and there's like a lot of, you know, I just like seeing films from the 80s that are are period. Mm-hmm. Um and then you did have uh, Dan Aykroyd in blackface at which point it was like Yeah. Hmm. That was the choice that they made. Um, That was a a choice that this movie made. uh, And they also did some other stuff that was not great. Um, And then I did go ahead and watch Caddyshack the other day. And uh, I feel because that was a movie that my dad constantly referenced when I was a kid. Uh, And I was just like, this is a really weird movie. Like this is, have you seen that movie? I have seen, okay, I've, once again, watching Caddyshack, I've seen it once and it was in a weird setting. I watched it subtitled on a Peter Pan bus. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, you really got the full experience then. And, and, um, like half of the subtitles were really messed up. And I think that really killed, uh, the vibe of the jokes. Um, especially because like there were also bits that were just censored out because it, it was a bus and you can't show, oh my God. um, I believe a ridiculous amount of, of porking happens in that movie. Um, sorry, what? I don't, I watched uh, it on Netflix. Maybe they cut a lot of that out on Netflix too, but I don't think so. There, uh, uh, what I, what I remember of that movie was like a lot of things, maybe it's just shot like, it, like a, like an, a movie with sex scenes edited out of it. Like, oh no, that movie, it does jump around. Like it's not a movie. It's a collection of weird scenes of just like stuff happening. Um, so that may have been the effect that it created. Uh, there is one scene where uh, Chevy Chase's character does, I think it's implied that he has sex, but you never see it happening. 
Oh. Um, okay, maybe it's just like that. Maybe I just, I've been just living my entire movies. life. I, I've been living my entire life assuming that, like, this version of Caddyshack that I saw on the, <laughs> the Peter uncut, Pan bus. This secret Caddyshack sex scenes that you have to unlock in the DVD menu by entering the fucking Konami code, and then you get to see the groundhog and Bill Murray just, like, fucking go at it. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. It's it's just, it's it's always been a lie. God. I Well, now you have to... You have to write the fic. Um, but that movie I, <laughs> was like such an era because like that it was a time when Rodney Dangerfield was like a thing when people were like, we like this and we like this just we like this whole thing and we want you to do it and it's not going to fit into the movie in any way, but um just do the same thing that you do in every movie and it's great. We love it. Keep doing that. All right. Well, Mary, I'm going to have to uh, cut in for a second and say that um, I I was born in the 90s and have no frame of reference for who Rodney Dangerfield is. <laughs> so I am going to turn into a pile of dust and um, reanimate myself as a lich. So if you'll give me one second, I will do that real quick. Um <sighs> I grew up in the 90s as well. You're not that much younger mm-hmm. than me. Yeah, And no. definitely seeing references to him on, like, The Simpsons and, like, in pop culture and, like, the Animaniacs. It was just like, what is this? Who is this? Am I supposed to find this funny? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it, what? Who is going on right now with this? I have also been surrounded by constant Rodney Dangerfield references, but I like, I don't get it. I I don't know who he is. That there, the thing is, there's like nothing to get. Like that is just him. Is the joke that he's Rodney Dangerfield? That's he's like, his own joke. I hate that. It's bad. I, 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 it's really bad. <laughs> wow. Um, he just was, does. Okay. Here's what I know about Rodney Dangerfield. Doesn't get respect. Okay. Uh, he did a TV special with a musical number called Rap and Rodney. I have seen, I have heard Rap and Rodney. That mm-hmm. is, that has been my exposure to Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Okay. He was, uh, uh, in an episode of The Simpsons, uh, where he's like Mr. Burns' son. Oh. And I think I remember that, that one. Is. All I know, and his Wikipedia article is actually much shorter than I would have expected. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Let's just step back for a second. Also, his no, actually, before we move on, I do want to mention the genres on his Wikipedia article, which are here are the genres that Rodney Dangerfield encompasses. Just his, just the person, the human Rodney Dangerfield encompasses the genres of depression, human sexuality, aging, deadpan, self-deprecation, and alcoholism. I'm other kin of this. Yeah, we are um, all other kin of danger. We're all danger kin. Maybe that's his, maybe that's his appeal. Is that like he's suffering and broken? He is. He's he is the embodiment of suffering. <laughs> he is the avatar of suffering. Oh, okay. So I now you can now. get into him. Now that's Dangerfield. I can get into. Now I'm now I'm now I'm the number one Rodney Dangerfield stan. I think that that he uh, 
served a very important place in uh, our culture. And I'm going to say this now and then uh, tomorrow, I'm sure that someone is going to come to me and say that Rodney Dangerfield did uh, a bunch of heinous shit. Oh, just unspeakable crimes. Just nightmare crimes. Rodney Dangerfield um, ran a, a series of animal snuff films. Is um is my prediction. That's not a bad guess. Um the Rodney Dangerfield Crime Watch is our new segment that we do on the show where we talk about uh the crimes that Rodney Dangerfield may or may not have committed. Um and that is a bold first entry. What, what's your on. what's your what's your call on this? Because you are you are the host of, of Rodney Dangerfield Crime Watch. I am um, I, I feel like I want to hear your input on this. Yeah, I mean, he's done some stuff. Um, he uh, does this thing. So he does this thing where um, uh, he kind of like, how do I describe it? Um, he kind of like taps into um, this like martial energy. Um and he uses it to he does this kind of these hand gestures right and um when they're done there's this kind of cloud of smoke and he's turned into a very attractive woman and he uses this technique to um to attempt to distract male foes um you know his 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 private areas are surrounded by clouds of mist or a bikini um but um it it does you know confuse or arouse his enemies in order for him to attack them. So I think that's really inexcusable. I yeah I think that is I think that is a crime. I think perhaps the worst crime involved in that is um, the 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 crime of Rodney Dangerfield's birth, where he had the uh, spirit of a murderous nine tailed fox that uh, attacked his village and wreaked havoc sealed within his newborn baby body forever uh dooming him to be a a vessel of evil that was bad too yeah but that's not really his fault so like is that a crime Um, i used to say what a crime is apparently we are this is this is your this is the segment i'm not Um, i'm not listen i'm not a cop i just run a hard-hitting investigative journalism segment where we invent crimes that celebrities may have committed well uh i i respect your journalistic integrity thank you um i'm now i'm now worried that this segment has come (laughs) off as like people are accusing celebrities of random things that they haven't done which um I don't believe. <laughs> I don't think that is true at all. Um, I just think Rodney Dangerfield is funny, and probably he did some bad stuff. But um, now that's a controversial statement. You think Rodney Dangerfield is funny? What? Would you no, like to talk no, about? No, I mean his <laughs> his. I think the fact that he was thought to be funny is funny. In like a not mm. not funny, haha, but funny. Like oh, makes you. That's funny. Caddyshack seems like one of those 80s movies where it's just like this really only would have worked at at the time because yes. watching it at any later point, yes. like people tout it as a classic, but it's just horrible. But I, I had an experience with a different like classic 80s movie that everyone's always talking about and referencing. 
And I, I watched it and it's the most miserable pile of shit I've ever seen. Um, this is my very, very hot take on, on the, the classic rom-com 16 Candles. Okay. Which is an abysmal movie that is um, very racist. Uh, the, the, the first thing that really comes off about me in the movie is that there is, there is a character in Yellowface. Which is oh is, that movie uh, omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a uh, there's a lot happens in that movie. I think the the most like the worst bit is when a a a young a young boy is uh, encouraged to uh, have have sexual intercourse with a a uh, girl who is blackout drunk because she is blackout drunk and he is too ugly to get laid otherwise cool um, cool movies society yeah. and and i i remember watching 16 candles because i was i was bored and i was like this is a classic everyone always talks about 16 candles and it was just like all downhill and i was like why why do people like this movie and i i i attribute it to the caddyshack factor like it it was a a piece of the times when uh, everyone was like, "Yes, this is acceptable and good and and funny," and um, I just yeah, ret- I mean, retro- I s- ret- in, in retrospect, you know, it's awful. Like, yes, and right because like watching um, Trading Places, I was like, like yes. People still do blackface in tw- in the year of our Lord twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and also people were like pretty down on blackface in nineteen eighty three when Trading Places came out, and it was like, oh, what? How? Like, there's always just some things that like that happen and like become massively popular despite like a lot of people even at the time being like, this is fucked up, um, and like. Yeah, movies. I'm trying to watch more movies lately, and I'm like, maybe movies are just mostly bad. Maybe like everything. Movies are movies are pretty bad. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of um, the last good movie that I saw. Um, it was probably um, Star Wars, which I saw in theaters, but mm. now that has to be. I Star saw, Wars. I, I, everyone loves Star Wars. This this isn't even a isn't even an opinion. Like people people like Star Wars. Some people hate Star Wars. Um, I'm I'm pretty like I I have a large amount of nostalgia value for Star Wars. I recognize that. That's that's the lens that I go into the movies with. But I I think I have to concede that the that the new movie is uh, good actually because I went with my with my girlfriend who uh, cried twice during it and i it was it was very it was a very like emotional experience she's never seen a star wars movie before wow Um, never like yeah no she had no idea what it was about no interest in it because she was like this is like this is nerd shit like i'm not gonna watch it and then we're we're sitting in the movies and um i look over during i don't even remember what scene it was it wasn't like a it was it was i i uh, whatever it was pick any of the emotional scenes in the new, in the new star wars 
uh, that you think someone could cry at. And I looked over and she's just like quietly dabbing away tears. Quietly dabbing to, in her seat. Yeah, just just quietly, quietly hitting that dab. And it, it it was this moment of like, oh, maybe Star Wars is like is good actually. Like maybe maybe Star Wars is is still is still good if it can make this like very normal woman cry. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Uh but what I was going to segue into is that the other movie that I saw recently was the one where Matt Damon becomes tiny, oh, which no. is an insane concept for a movie. It's so I'm weird. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was literally a Tim and Eric bit at some point. <laughs> like, wasn't what like, when I saw the trailer for that movie, I was like, oh my god, wait, it was didn't like Tim and Eric do a bit where um, Ted Danson gets shrunk and <laughs> the whole the whole movie is about Ted Danson being tiny. And this is pretty, it's like pretty much the same thing. What I wasn't expecting was the tiny Matt Damon movie to have like one or two gems of like actually interesting shit that was wasted on a movie where Matt Damon becomes tiny. Oh my God. There, there is the, 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 cause I don't care about spoiling this movie. If you, if you care about, um, Tiny Matt Damon, stop listening. Um, but okay, so the end of the movie, or the third act of the movie, which is the part that I saw, has Matt Damon falling in love with this uh, Vietnamese activist. And who like survived some sort of horrible prison crisis, which is a a plot in in the movie. Like what? she survived some sort of like horrible prison crisis and um, is the only person turning her altruistic efforts towards these uh, like the people who have been shrunk against their will as like punishment for not being perfect in like big people society what? and like taking care of them. Matt Damon falls in love with her. Is he um, shrunk already? He is. This is when he's tiny. Is she this big? Is when he, no, she's tiny. Oh, okay. She's she 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 also got shrunk against against her her will. And um, like the third the third part of the movie is Matt Damon joining a um like a- activist force of um like a bunch of women who live in like the the impoverished districts of tiny world which is not what it's called but it's what i'm gonna call it (laughs) um and like helping them uh try try and bring like justice to uh people who are in it like there's a scene where he's like he's uh helping them clean house their clean houses so they can they can make money to buy stuff and the end of the movie is Matt, Matt Damon gets the option to go underground and be part of the like heroic um, secret uh, or not secret, but like the heroic team of, of humans who um, will save the species and like are sheltered deep within the earth because there's going to be an extinction event soon. And um, Matt Damon is like tempted by this, but then ultimately makes the choice to like rejoin these um, more tangible altruistic efforts instead of engaging in this very like grandiose um, 
apocalyptic thinking. What? And that's really wasted on a movie that's about Matt Damon becoming tiny. Because <laughs> that's like, I, I want to see a movie that's just about that. But like, <sighs> apparently this is also the, the in the silly movie where Matt Damon gets shrunk down. Oh and no, um, Yeah, no, it, it really threw me for a loop. I'm I... not recommending that anyone watch this movie, by the way. <laughs> I, okay, this is definitely one of those films where like, they just have a, a a bonkers third act that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie because like, or that they sort of keep secret too, because definitely none of the many trailers that I saw about this movie on YouTube in the last couple of months mentioned anything about any of that. Um, also, <laughs> Christoph Waltz is apparently in this movie. Um, it, and Kristen Wiig apparently is in this movie as well. And Udo Kier is in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Margot Martindale is in this movie. Famed character e- actor. Everyone. Uh, everyone is uh, in this movie. Um, it's really... It was, uh, it was... So I snuck into this movie because I was like, I'm not going to pay to watch, watch no. Tiny Matt Damon. So Fuck Matt I Damon. Snuck in, I snuck into this movie... I missed the first act of the movie where Matt Damon uh, gets shrunk down real tiny and his wife leaves him and only saw like the, the last half of the movie, which is where it goes off the rails. And we were like, this isn't, I was like, this isn't a comedy. Like, why did they pitch this as a comedy? This is like, this is like the realest shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like why, why is, why, why does this movie suddenly have like a better protagonist than than Matt Damon? Uh, why and like <laughs> where where who wrote who wrote this other part of the movie? Um, Tiny Matt Damon, biggest surprise of 2018. Uh, I'm 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 saying it now. Like no no other movie will beat that for me. <laughs> I. James Vanderbeek is in this movie. That he that he is. <sighs> I don't like it. Yeah, movies are movies are distressing. This I is, I really wait. admire you watching <gasps> one of them. Okay, okay. Um, this everything movie, all right? Uh, no, I'm not okay. Trust me. Uh. Before Matt Damon was cast, um, guess who was going to be the lead in this film? Rodney Dangerfield. No, not quite. No idea then. I'm out of guesses. Like, if you had to guess, you know, like a a kind of uh, bearded, but like, well groomedish, but sort of like cynical kind of guy, uh, kind of balding, was in Sideways. Who I guess uh, it was the same people who who did this movie. Paul Giamatti was supposed to be. Oh my god! Also, Sasha Baron Cohen. That would have been a very different movie. Yeah, if Paul Giamatti had been this movie in this movie, I would have seen it in an instant yeah me too that would have that would have improved a lot of it for me because he is 
I I like him. I was um, thinking about the movie Cold Souls the other day, which um, I haven't seen in many years, but I do recall enjoying quite a bit. Um, have you seen that one? I have not seen that one. The only the only Paul Giamatti movie that springs to my mind that I've seen is Shoot 'Em Up, which is the best piece of fan fiction ever written. Hmm. Uh, where he plays he plays the the uh, uh, not Elmer Fudd Elmer Fudd. Uh huh. Oh, do you not? Do you, have you seen the movie? No. Oh, it's Looney Tunes fan fiction. It is. It is a violent and um, like over the top action movie where the two main characters are based off of Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. Um, there's also a um, th- there is a baby involved. They're fighting over a baby. Um, and I don't know. I feel like you just have to to watch the movie. I I I think that all you need to know about is that Paul Giamatti plays Elmer Fudd. Like he plays that character. Wow. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at the poster, and I do remember seeing this. Clive Owen is in it as well. Yep, Clive Owen is uh, is is Bugs Bunny. Uh, he's always eating carrots through the whole movie. He kills someone with a carrot at one point. Like, the you know, the classic Bugs Bunny move, where Bugs Bunny murders a man with a carrot. Cla- I, love, I love when Bugs Bunny um, kills someone with a carrot. That's my favorite, like, Looney Tunes. How, I like how every Looney Tunes cartoon... I like how every Merry Melodies ends with Bugs Bunny shoving a carrot down a man's throat and watching him die. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Um, Bugs Bunny is also a criminal. Yes, he uh, he's a menace. He's he's he he is he's a problem. Um, also, much like Naruto, famously dresses as a woman to arouse and confuse his enemies this this is true but i think i think the way that bugs bunny does it is like i don't know personally it's a lot more relatable because whenever i put on a dress and heels i feel like bugs bunny um or i i i feel like i am i am about to confuse and disorient my enemies um and also i feel kind of like a mess well, Bugs Bunny was very, um, what can I say that won't make me sound like I was attracted to Lady Bugs Bunny? Um, it's, it's, it's nothing. okay. There is nothing. It's a safe space. It's 2018 where, where the, the rule, the rule for 2018 is that, um, uh, foot fetishes are okay. Like they're okay. They're okay now. Oh, I hate um, that. Uh well I I'm sorry but you you have to live with it it's the first thing that will let me out of my house in like several years so God. um I, I I'm getting the ankle bracelet taken off today uh I I I can't wait to 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 go outside and breathe in the the fresh air and look up at the stars uh so uh thank you thank you Merritt for like really uh, standing against me here I think. Mm, this this uh, interview might not might not work anymore um or this conversation i just don't i just don't <laughs> want 
No, you know what? It's fine. You know, chase your bliss. Um, yeah, it's it's like I said, 2018 foot fetishes are okay now. Like, like it's they're, the they're motto for problems. this year. <laughs> um, but also, it is okay to be attracted to Lady Bugs Bunny in in 2018. That's that's also allowed. Um, I'm gonna do a quick Google search. Um, and guess whether or not this will come up. Okay, I thought. Okay, so here's what happens. Lola Bunny is the first Google result when you search Ladybugs Bunny. But um, if you go to images, it's about 50-50. Um, a good mm-hmm. deal of it is Lola Bunny, which is not what I'm looking for. But I get how Google could think that. And then you also do have some of Babs Bunny from um, Tiny Toons. But then you there is some actual stuff of... Um, of ladybugs money uh which is what i was looking Madam for bugs yeah i don't know if i do like the classic um like valkyrie or like the brynhilde um look that is very good um honestly that needs that needs to to come back i need i i need to see like um uh unsettlingly like androgynous runway models with like comedic viking helmets and big metal bras see here's the okay here's the thing about bugs bunny dressing up as a lady bunny okay elmer fudd is attracted to bugs bunny when he dresses up as a lady so is your sam sam possibly i don't remember yes that's fine like i don't i think maybe you know, that's an interesting message for us all to think about. But the really, the thing that I want to zero in on here is that he's not dressing up as a human lady. He is still a rabbit. And so Bugs Bunny, like, so Elmer Fudd is like, mm, that is a sexy lady rabbit. So that to me raises more questions than the, the other stuff is, uh, why do why do um how come how comes that i mean you know it's 2018 and yeah we're all we're all there but um it is elmer fudd uh furry um i think i think the simpler answer uh if if you will let me uh bullshit for like five minutes is that Elmer Fudd is attracted to normal Bugs Bunny, but is is uncomfortable with his, his attraction. So it manifests <laughs> as as violence. He's, he's okay as... with being attracted to a rabbit, but well, he's not okay with it. He he's upset about it. Yeah, he's 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 upset about it normally, but like you know, Bugs Bunny dressing up like a lady kind of kind of gives Elmer Fudd the ability to like let go and like be okay with himself. Um, interesting i guess also to be fair bugs does cover the ears and tail and i think in some cases that's what gives him away um mm. but he still has a rabbit face i mean elmer fudd does sort of look like a man a human man bugs bunny looks like a rabbit regardless of the clothing um also interesting that bugs bunny normally naked um just puts on clothing to uh for this one purpose for 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 a gag yeah it's like ain't i a stinker you know yeah hmm 
Hmm. I think Elmer Fudd is a furry. I think that, like, no matter which way you slice it, El- Elmer Fudd does, like, ogle Bugs Bunny's paws. Um, he just wants those like, happy paws. Yeah, he he needs them. Um, but... Golly, I just, I just don't know. Um, I, I don't know if I, if I am enough of a, I, I don't know if I, I have like seen enough Looney Tunes to get into this. I, I know a lot more people who are more qualified to answer this question. Okay. Um, well, well, we can table that then. Yeah. Um, but while you were talking about Ladybug's Bunny, I, I remembered something that I've, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but have I told you about my deep fascination with South Park Yaoi? I don't this feels believe like the right you forum have. To talk about that. South Park Yaoi is a it exists. Like I think that's like a good a good mm-hmm. thing to like get out into the open. It it exists. It's it's real. Secondly, it's very very good. And I don't just mean this as like as like um, somebody who's just like normally normally into yaoi, but like I think it is very good as like something that exists in general because so much of it is about like pain and anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, it, it, it's it's very real and like very charged and. Everyone who I've ever seen uh, draw South Park Yaoi, like every every artist I've ever seen who draws South Park Yaoi, is really good at it. Like, like really good at it. And um, none of them draw them like like the South Park boys. They draw them like. Let me let me find my favorite picture that I have saved on my phone. Um, I think I can send that over Skype. Okay, so. I I just DM'd you a picture that I think like really captures what I talk about because it's all like this. It has this very like melancholic like sad gaze to it that is like incredibly engaging to me. All right, let me let me pull this up. Um yeah, computer, generate a nude South Park for me. This is not suitable for work. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> That's, I wouldn't have guessed that that was South Park if you had not told me. Um, yep. No, like it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't come off that way at all. And it's very like, I don't know. It's very like sad indie movie case. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, uh, big shout out to all the South Park Fujoshi drawing the highest concept, uh, boys that I think I've, I've ever seen from something that I, I have never watched, uh, or like engaged with in any way other than looking at like this level of fan art for it. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. Um, this yeah. is, this is my, my. Uh, South Park pairing that I follow, which is of the characters uh, Craig and and Tweak, I think are their names. Um, and a lot of it is is this this 
uh, stoic, stoic boy, Craig, comforting his uh, anxiety-ridden, uh, caffeine-addicted friend. And uh, it's, it's really, like, it, it strikes a chord. Um, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, like, short comics drawn of them, of, like, one of them helping the other to stop, like, to stop crying and, like, get a hold of themselves. Um, and, like, this is, this is the wave. This is, I will, I will stand by this. South Park Yowie is, is the wave. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I'm really glad that I could I could show this to you because yeah, thank you for sharing that. Thank you constantly for, on my mind. Thank you for <laughs> for sharing your yourself. Um, and <laughs> do you want to uh, do you want to move on to a segment where we share things with oh the yeah audience? the the what's it called? Uh, well. <clears throat> it's a segment where we share things <laughs> with the audience and that segment is called Get Wrecked thank you Robot for saying the name of the segment it sounds crazy right now but it goes in in post so God, I love post production I love post production it feels like magic like it's I'm saying good. all this stuff and I, I feel like I'm stumbling over my words or like or like <laughs> saying some weird shit but i know i know that at the end of the day it's gonna be okay because it will all be taken care mm. of by like a higher power it all gets fixed a higher power my producer nick who is uh, just the higher power of this this company um and shout we're, out nick we're yeah i would recommend having your shows produced by nick but um you can't because i already did it so um <laughs> Uh, I can go first if you like, or if you want to recommend something first, you know what? That's fine too, baby. Anything goes in today's world where we can have foot fetishes and talk about Rodney Dangerfield and there's South Park Yowie. So whatever, just like, do you want to, do you want to do it or should I do it? <clears throat> uh, I'll have you go first. Cause I kind of just like half recommended something else. You did. So, you did. So um, you can do another half recommendation that will add up to one full one. We'll accept that. All right, all right. Okay, I'm going to recommend a couple of books this week. I recently read a book called Helter Skelter, and I'm currently reading a book called Pink. They're both by the same author and artist because they are comics, and that author's name is Kyoko Okazaki. They are from the 90s. I think Pink maybe is from the 80s, actually. And there are these books about different stories, but like they share these themes of being kind of about capitalism and about like beauty and desire and um they they all have these fairy tale elements to them like they're drawing on um like they're set in like modern at the time japan um but they're drawing on like you know um these these kind of fairy tale elements of like evil stepmothers and like sleeping beauty and cinderella and like all of these things and there's so much happening with them and like at the same time they're kind of social commentary on um you know cultural obsession with image or um it's just like they're very good books they're very intense i will say that um there's not like a lot of gore or anything but like they do get a little gross sometimes um and uh 
Yeah, they, there's like a, a crocodile is a big kind of major character in um, Pink, and some stuff gets fed to that crocodile. Uh, so that's the thing. But they're very good books, and like they're like some of my favorite like pieces of fiction that I've ever read on these topics. And so, if you're interested in those things, I would super, super, super recommend reading them. So I'm actually I'm googling her right now. This looks really good. I love the art style. It's very, um, it reminds me of fashion illustrations. Yes. Uh, Yeah. It's very loose, like very like, but very expressive line work, um, which feels like it would be in like a, yeah, like a magazine or something. Yeah. And like a lot more, there's a lot more substance to all of the characters clothing than there kind of is to them, which, which gives it a very a very cool feel um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the uh the this is the cover art for helter skelter which has a woman with very um long hair kind of fading into a black background also has her have um probably the most detailed makeup that i've ever seen on a character in fact her face is mostly comprised of makeup uh like the the details are so she has Mm -hmm. like these big uh big falsies that are covered with mascara these these pink lips and like heavily penciled eyebrows and it looks she looks hot like sign me up yeah if you're in a fashion Um, or like beauty culture just her like her writing on it is really good and also like the way that she illustrates her work it like fits it perfectly yeah well this is incredible i think i am going to pick this up uh thank you for for your recommendation because now i'm gonna i'm gonna follow through on it uh wow yeah no this looks awesome it's super good uh, so do do I recommend something now, or do you have sure, do you have yes. more recommendations? No, that's it for me. Okay, geez, fuck, I am, I'm on the spot now. Um, I think, I think, um, if there's if there's anything that I'm gonna recommend, it's gonna be something that I'm I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about before, which is uh watching watching your loved ones play video games oh um, yes it is uh a very i don't know it's a very like intimate process to be on either end of and i think makes video games more interesting for me when they're like something to share with with someone even if it's not necessarily in like a a way that is supported by by the gameplay but like um this this winter i've been playing a lot of this game called hollow knight which is you just like cute bugs and it's like a it's like a metroidvania game where you're cute bugs in a in a bug city and sad things happen and um i i've been playing a lot of that while uh, my girlfriend watches and i've been watching her play um a metro simulator and oh my god uh it, it's just like it is i i think that like everyone everyone should give should give this a shot because it's a it, it's a very i guess it's a very like contemporary way to spend time with a loved one but it's also like um it's it's it feels very comforting and 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 safe and has 
like, I don't know, it, it also shows you, like, a side of someone that you may not see before, which is, like, how they solve problems mm. and how they they uh, interact when, like, faced with a sort of controllable conflict or a conflict that they know they can um, surpass. And it feels uh, it feels really good to uh, to do. So that's my recommendation. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really good thing to do. I did that recently as well. <clears throat> I watched yeah. um, my girlfriend play a lot of Splatoon 2, and it was super fun. Oh yeah, that's right. You've got you've got a, a switch now. Have you have you met your friend Mario yet? We had a great time with our friend Mario. Um, Wonderful. And we went. We explored New Donk City together, and it was a great time. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad, you know, uh, I you. hope, I hope he's doing okay. I hope Mario's doing all right. Um, I hope that you, you bought him a lot of nice, you buy, you buy him clothes in that game, right? Like I, I don't, I actually don't know much about video games. You buy him, okay. you, you dress him up in little shirts and hats and stuff and it's That's, extremely can, good. And, and I, I've heard rumors that you can put him in his, in his, uh, in his skivvies. You can, if that's what you're into, but, um. You know, we like to that, just we put him in like I mean, I feel like that's great and the, the novelty of that is 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 great, but you can dress him up as a little chef or a little artist aw. and that's very good. Yeah. No, little giving him a little a little painter's hat sounds ideal. Um He has a little beret. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Well, um, what do we do after Get Wrecked? Is the that's segment still it. going? Do we recommend that's, more this, things? That's almost the that's the done show. We're all, it's, do we do we do outros? Oh, like, do we... well, I traditionally ask if there's anything you would like to plug. Oh hell yeah, there's stuff that I'd like to plug. Um, I think I think the the first thing that I want to plug is something that I am almost positive has been plugged on this show before, but uh, it is uh, my friend Arden's upcoming dating simulator, simulator Date or Die. Um, it is... Uh, it's good. Like, I, I'm sure that somebody on this show has talked about it already, but uh, it is a... Uh, like dating visual novel where you uh where all your options to date are kind of like they're they're either like gender they're gay um and they're all like hot messes and um i love a hot mess and uh arden is delivering the most like well arden arden and uh julian who are the the two people working are delivering the most like artisanal um like black label hot messes that you could ask for so yeah. that's 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 my first plug uh the second plug is going to be a really short one which is i'm gonna plug um i'm gonna plug my friend's uh fashion line expect night work um expect it uh my and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do one last plug but i'm trying to decide uh what i want to like throw throw out there into the world um oh yes okay and my last plug is if anyone is looking for absolutely um beautiful art that kind of captures that 
uh, same gaze of like sadness and anxiety that I was talking about uh, online uh, or not online uh, on on the uh, a little earlier with uh, South Park Yaoi. You should check out. Um, there's this artist who draws the comic for a, a mobile game called uh, Fake Grand Order. Who and this this artist's name is is uh, Rio. But you should check out their Tumblr, which is littleyelp.tumblr.com, which is probably some of the best and most poignant um, like art about. It's not really like about women, but I think it, it has a lot of feelings that women can relate to. There's a lot of focus on like the anxiety of intimacy and um, like a sort of intangible but but general fear. <laughs> and it 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 really it really resonates with me and I hope it resonates with everyone else. Oh um one sorry I have one last plug. Uh, my my last plug is that everyone should read the webcomic uh, Coquette Dragoon. You should uh, look it up. Uh, you should you should pay for it because you can only read it if you pay for it. But um, captures similar feelings to this artist that I was talking about earlier. Lots of um, anxiety and explorations of of feelings and. Um, also a very interesting gaze uh set through like set through the lens of normal people during the time of war and the way that like war affects people and uh corrupts large and small scale so those are my those are my plugs is that okay cool. yeah <clears throat> that's great thank you so much and thanks for coming on this was so fun no- no problem. I had I had a blast. I was a little bit nervous. I was like, well, I'm not like really a a, a a famous person or like an artist who's doing anything that I can talk about. But like, I guess I did have stuff to talk about. I got to talk about how Naruto shoves his fingers up people's butts. <laughs> We've so, all learned a lot about Naruto today for better or worse. We're changed yeah. people. Um, if yeah. anyone ever wants to know about Naruto, uh, find me somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just whisper Naruto three times We're, and you will appear. I, I will appear uh, draped in uh, a duvet, smoking a cigarette out of like a long silver cigarette holder. And I will tell you uh, exactly who in Naruto is a top or a bottom and, <laughs> um, and who's, who's verse. And uh, I will even tell you which Naruto characters don't fuck. Awesome. Great. Well, we, we will... <laughs> Yeah, that's great. If you knew that info, you know who to ask. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, Merit. This was so much fun. It was great. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merit Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. 
If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.